In this episode of Dialogical Humanism, in honor of Mother's Day, I have my mom, Rosa Liu, on the show. We talk about ugly Mother's Day presents, parenting a child with special needs, what makes being a mom all worth it, and immigrating to Canada from China in the 90s. I hope that this maybe inspires you to host your own podcast session with your own mom or dad to tell them that you appreciate them and that you celebrate them. I know that as I get older every day in Generation Z, I begin to appreciate my parents a little bit more every day. Without getting too personal, I'll just say that my mom is one of the most incredible people I know. And I'm saying this as her friend and as her daughter. What strikes me the most is her ferocity and her determination. That masks a heart of pure kindness. She immigrated to Canada from China by herself in the 90s and had to redo her whole degree because, in her words, there was no way a Canadian company was going to accept an economics degree from a communist country. She gave birth to myself and two of my beautiful younger brothers. And she's really been through it all. There have been times in her life when she hasn't had a partner. There have been times in her life when she's been through mental health struggles. And so what has changed my life the most over the last few years is getting to know my mom as a friend and as a human and growing with her. And I'm very grateful for this, that she's let me into her heart in this way. I also want to be transparent with everybody listening and say that my mom and I haven't always had such a wonderful relationship. It took time to build. And so if you're out there struggling to build a relationship with your parents, I'm sending you all the love and strength that I possibly can through the sound of my voice. I can assure you it's not an easy path to overcome insecurities, frustrations, judgments that you might have of your parents. All I can say is if you are able to overcome those obstacles, the resulting relationship will be one that is incomparable to any other. My mom raised me very authoritarian, as I think many children of immigrants can relate to, and this developed into a more open and loving friendship as the years have gone by. And I am so grateful for this. This is Dialogical Humanism. 
Happy Mother's Day to moms everywhere. However you may look, however you may identify, if you are a mother, thank you for everything that you do. Truly, I believe that being a mother can be sometimes one of the most difficult jobs that there is. I hope you enjoy this episode. to my first question now it's a bit of a funny one but I've always been curious have we ever given you a mother's day gift that you thought was really ugly but had to pretend that you were in love with okay that one I needed to tell you there was one like I remember one time uh you made me uh clay you use a clay dry clay to make me uh, a bracelet <laughs> was very colorful very nice <laughs> And after you made it, you want me to wear it. <laughs> and you ask me to promise you to wear it and never t- take it off, <laughs> which is kind of impossible. But anyway, I remember it's dry, hardened, some kind of material. So but then I wear it. Then, and then on that night, I just have to wait for you to go to sleep so I can go take a shower by taking that bracelet <laughs> off. Bracelet off. So I think... <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to explain to you, but I really appreciate your thought. <laughs> you know? Okay, mom, gonna move on to a more serious question now. A big topic in the media is women putting their dreams and aspirations aside to dedicate to their families and their children. I was wondering if you have ever felt this way and looking back on your life is there anything you would have done differently you know as a mom i mean before i became a mom i had all sorts of dreams what my children would look like you know what i'm gonna teach my children what to become or, you know, support them, what to become. But honestly, after you become mom, all those plans, dreams, anything are irrelevant. It's just between you and the kids. Kids need to, um, it's just like a, you need to recognize your kid's uniqueness and go with the flow, try your best. That's all. Yeah. Just keep on trying. Yeah. To be honest, I wouldn't do, I will not do anything different because, the, yeah, you see women put the, their career on hold and for the family, but to me is. At that time, children need you, right? So when you're being needed, yeah. you just do try your best. Um, on that note, Mom, what was the toughest part of raising a child with special needs at the time? Because I guess for people listening, 
Now, one of my brothers was born and shortly after um, received an autism diagnosis. And that was a lot to handle at the time. What was the toughest part about that for you as a mom? Is um, the toughest part is I really did not know how to raise him because he was really different. And um, so, which I, if I want to, that's why he's unique. So, if I want my guidance to to get through him, you know, like, uh, so I needed to learn the new skills. Yeah. So I need to understand him, why he behaved that way, yeah. right? Yeah. And so you, and you did a lot of research, Mom. You told me you went to China and you studied and you read all sorts of books. Yeah. So I did a lot of research. I went to China, I went to the Beijing, I went to Shanghai, Nanjing to do the research there, whether there's any clinic or anything research in this area. And I, I went to the San Francisco, the workshop to see, you know, but it's a brand new area. But uh, anyway, so it's, um, it's good. It's good. But uh, I, I learned something from parenting. Your yeah. brother is, uh, is uh, good enough is enough. Nothing needs to be perfect. You know what? I think... I understand what you say because when it comes to Kang, you know, I think mm-hmm. we realize that he's always giving his 100%. And I think that's a lot of people don't realize that for a lot of kids who have disabilities, they are always giving their 100%. You know, it's important to be empathetic yeah. to that, to know that they are trying. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's why we don't use, in order to understand, we cannot see something, we cannot judge by the book what you see from surface. Yeah. And actually on that note, mom, I just wanted to say now that I'm just remembering how I grew up and how you parented us, I will never forget how strong you were every single time we were in public because I think for about a whole decade, you know, um, Kung had a lot of tantrums and stuff and we would always get looks in public and I'm ashamed to say for me growing up, I always looked around and we got the looks and I felt kind of ashamed, but I would always look at you and you never looked ashamed, you know, you stared those parents who were judging straight in the eye back and you looked so strong and steady and so I felt less embarrassed and I was just wondering you know I guess if you have any words of advice for parents right now who have kids who are special needs or siblings like me who have brothers or sisters who are special needs how did you stay strong in the face of all of that judgment on your character as a mom for context For listeners right now, my brother is, first of all, one of the most amazing people I know. Hi, Kung. If you're listening, I love you a lot. 
I want to clarify that on surface level, he appears to use the word neurotypical. He seems neurotypical. And so his eccentricities were often judged by others when he was growing up and learning how to carry himself in the world. As a result, my mom received a lot of judgment as if she was a poor parent whenever the environment would get too much for my brother and he would maybe scream or cry. We received a lot of dirty looks in public and so I'm asking her in this conversation how she dealt with that judgment with so much grace and so much strength. Like just one simple thing is because you don't live in other people's eyes, right? You mm. protect your children. You live. You're, you're, you're the mom. You need to be strong to protect your children. Yeah. And to be realistic side is um, if you expect that everybody understands you, that's not realistic view. Right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to be to have a, to develop secret skin. Absolutely, Mom. I hope to someday develop as thick of a skin as you have. I am too busy acting hard these days and not actually being hard. <laughs> On another note, um, mom, what makes being a mom meaningful to you? I think uh, is uh, the best part of being a mom. I think is I can learn from my children. Yeah. So I can I can tell your brother Kang can I learn something from him is no need to be perfect. You know, I I used to when I was young. I used to have really high standard, like about everything. You know, perfect, perfect has to be this. But then later I learned from Khan is sometimes for something good enough is enough. You know. Yeah. Yeah. In relation to that, mom, what makes being a mom all worth it? Yeah, it's like uh, kids. I get the support from my kids. Like uh, I, I know my life sometimes have ups and downs, but uh, you know, mom has sometimes down moment in my life. Yeah, and I remember you and uh, were always there for me. Mm. It's for the best, for the worst. On that note, Mom, I was wondering if you could tell me a story about what's the most important thing that you learned from your mom. Is there a story you have where you learned something really important from her that you would be okay with sharing in honor of Mother's Day? Okay, my mom is she's always cheerful. And I, I, I still remember the the incident that she told me once. She said,、uh, 
one one day she was、uh, trying to catch a, a, a bus or bus or taxi, right? Yeah, maybe a bus. She was running. She was running like the the car already start rolling, so she was running beside the <laughs> car and waved, "Hey, stop, stop!" Right? Yeah. And then she accidentally tripped by a plastic bag on the ground. She fell, <laughs> but she caught that bug anyway. So then she just be happy. Okay, went home. And at that night, she didn't realize actually she tripped and fell. Actually, her wrist was broken. Oh my gosh! She did not realize it. <laughs> she did not realize that until later. She felt really, really painful, right? But she was just so happy that she caught the bus. <laughs> yeah, she was happy. Caught the bus, forgot pain, and then until later, the pain came back, and then she went to hospital. And doctor said, "Oh my God, this this wrist was broken.、Uh, you're gonna put on that what what you guys call catheter." Yeah. Okay. And then I, she, and then I, she didn't.、Uh, Like that's a really unlucky thing happened, right? Yeah. But to her, she's always optimistic. She said, "Oh my God! Now I know why my wrist hurt. It's because it's broken." <laughs> um, even though the story is kind of silly, Mum, I do see why it means so much to you. Because I always forget that unfortunate events in life can be seen as learning lessons, and sometimes being able to reframe unfortunate events like that can mean the difference between you having the motivation to move forward or something stopping you in your tracks and having you completely reconsider who you are. Personally, I definitely have a tendency to complain and victimize in negative situations, as many people do. When instead, I could potentially think about things the way that your mom did, which is as a chance to learn something new about yourself. Because it's cheesy, but it is in the darkest places where light shines the brightest. Even if that dark place is breaking your wrist. All right, just the last couple questions, okay, mom?、Mm-hmm. I have this one question. It's kind of funny. I was just wondering what shocked you the most about Canada when you first moved here. Okay, that's the thing. If you think I'm shocked, that is the first time I went to the grocery store. All the vegetables are really big. Like tomato is big. <laughs>、uh, Cucumber is big, you know, <laughs> because at that time I thought the soil here is different. You thought you know? the soil here is magic. Yeah, it's a magic, you know, <laughs> like it's different. But later on, I learned that was basically a GMO food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <sighs>、mm. What was your favorite part of the '90s when you got here? What was the coolest thing? Oh, in nineties, if I tell you a coolest thing is because when I came here at that time, there there is no McDonald's in China yet, you know. Yeah. So then、uh, when I got here, I think、uh, I went to McDonald's almost every day just for that. <laughs> <laughs> you went to McDonald's every day.
Okay, yeah. mom, do you have any any final thoughts you want to share with anybody who's listening? So most people who are listening are my age living in Canada. Any final words of advice you want to give? Anything like that? For you and your peers, uh, try to communicate with the parents uh, like uh, in an open manner. Just keep on trying. Even they don't understand you, you just try different angle. Um, and the parents will understand you. Okay. <laughs> and everyone, this yeah. is Rosa. She's my mom, and I couldn't be prouder that she is. Mom, thanks for being on this podcast again. I know this is kind of crazy. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I really, really appreciate you for getting involved in your podcast I feel like I'm being included in your life I'm, I'm so proud of you thank you very much I'm proud of you too mom you know and if I didn't include you in the podcast I think I would have heard about that <laughs> oh, I'm joking okay Mom, when you hear this episode for the first time, we're going to be having dinner together virtually. <laughs> and it's going to be evening time in Toronto and Vancouver. I want to finish this episode with a bit of a writing piece I wrote a couple years ago about Mother's Day. This is an open letter to moms everywhere. Mothers are not perfect. They are flawed. They can be overprotective. They can be judgmental, they can be neglectful, they can be assuming. They can be as human as any one of us. And yet, each and every one of our lives is owed to that of a mother, for the gift of life is one that none of us have earned in any way, and it is only thanks to the sacrifice of a life before us that we now stand in the sun. As those of us who choose to cherish our mothers today, whoever or however they may be, recognize that we celebrate the creation of life and there is simply no gift more worthy of honoring, no person in our lives more worthy of endless love. Thank you to the mothers out there who are dedicating their lives to the future of our humanity. For although it takes a village to raise a child, it takes an especially courageous human as well. To my mom, I promise to support you till the very end, no matter how many of your flaws you show me, no matter what we go through as a family. I promise to love you unconditionally as you have for me. Everyone, this has been Dialogical Humanism. Thank you for listening. See you next week on Sunday. Now a girl, she puts the color inside of my world. Machines just like a maze, where all of the walls are continually changed. Done all I can to stand on steps with 
Got nothing to do with me.